Most veterans are fairly adept at managing fear due to our training and experience in the military context, but managing fear in business can be a different thing. A Layman's Guide to Managing Fear with Stan Popovich is up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. May is Military Appreciation Month. Learn more about how Navy Federal is celebrating the commitment that connects them to their members at NavyFederal.com slash celebrate. Show your own support for our troops with hashtag Mission Military Thanks. All right, we're taking, today we're talking with Stan Popovich, author of A Layman's Guide to Managing Fear. Stan, welcome to the show. Before we get started about um, what you're doing these days and what, you're, uh, what your awesome book's covering, take us back and uh, give us a little idea of what, what your background is and where you're coming from. Okay, my name is Stan. I wrote a book titled A Layman's Guide to Managing Fear. I struggled with fear and anxiety for over 20 years. It got worse when I started Penn State in 1990. I had trouble getting through each day with my anxieties and everything. So I started asking for help in terms of talking to different counselors in the area and also doing a lot of research, reading books and doing a lot of research online. Over the years, like I got a lot of notes and I eventually converted all those notes into a small book called A Layman's Guide to Managing Fear. I then created a web, my website, managingfear.com, where I provide a lot of free advice on how to deal with fear, anxiety, and other mental health issues that may affect other veterans and their spouses. And I also, my book is also uh, located there where you can order it. Uh, I always recommend people to go to my website to get free advice because mm-hmm. a lot of people are currently struggling nowadays, especially with veterans with uh, fear, anxiety, depression. And a lot of them don't know really how to uh, deal with those issues, especially when it comes to managing your own business. And so I'm, I try to help other people dealing with their mental health issues and on a personal level and also on a professional level. Yeah. So you're, you're not some well-renowned uh, psychologist or counselor with all sorts of initials af- after and, and acronyms after your name. You're somebody that, that lived this for, for decades and wrote, wrote down all, all the help that you got, all the solutions that worked for you and basically turned them into a book. Um, so you're, you're, this is coming from a, this is basically, basically a user's guide, not, not a you know, professional counselor's guide. Yes, I am not a professional. And I have a disclaimer on my website saying that my advice is a substitute for professional help. However, I did struggle with it for over 20, 30 years. And I have a lot of experience. I interviewed with a lot of counselors. So I really know a lot on how to deal with these issues on a personal and professional level. Wow. That's awesome. So what prompted you to actually write the book? I mean, I guess, were you taking copious notes throughout uh, your, your struggles with, with fear from, from the beginning or was it, was it on down the road? You, you decided to take a look back and then start writing everything down. Well, it started really in the beginning because each day was a battle and I kept noticing that I had the same anxieties, the same fears. And I kept repeating myself over and over again. So what I tried to do is I tried to learn, well, what did I do the last time to get over these specific fears and anxieties? And I would write down these techniques that I used and which ones were successful. So when, when they came back, I would know how to deal with them better. 
So I, instead of like uh, being depressed and frustrated and not, and not doing anything, I try to learn from my experiences, finding out what worked and measuring my fears and what didn't work. And I would keep a notebook on those techniques that actually worked. And, that, and those techniques over, uh, built over a period of time. And it got so much that I wanted to organize into a small book where I could help other people, including myself. Yeah. Now, one thing I noticed just in listening to you and reading some excerpts from your book, I may have this wrong here, but I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any medication because nowadays any type of counseling you go to, sometimes that's one of the first things they go to is they start throwing medication. At you. Yes. Medication is part of dealing with mental health, but since I am not a professional or a doctor, I try to stay away from sure. advising on those issues. Yeah. I mostly focus on the counseling techniques, but yes, medicines are important in with your mental health. But for that advice, it's best to talk to your doctor or your psychologist. And since I'm just a professional, I didn't want to get involved in all that, that aspect. Right. Right. So have you found that, um, just to touch on the medication thing, cause there's a lot of people that have, you know, med- some of those medications, they work great. Um, but they also come with side effects and a lot of people have a, have a real issue with, with the medication. And I think oftentimes, especially even sometimes among veterans and the VA and everything, it's like, I've heard this many times, like they don't really want to counsel me. They don't really want to help me. They just want to throw a bunch of drugs at me and have me go away. Yes, I understand that. There are some doctors or psychologists who can do that and some don't. This is where some doing your homework comes in. First, you got to find out why you want to take the medicine. Is it because of PTSD? Is it because of anxiety? So you got to know why you're taking it and what the medicine's for. Just like if you would talk, if you had a physical ailment and you talked to your primary care physician. So you have to know why you're taking the medicine. Then you got to find a good doctor someone that isn't medicine happy and somebody who doesn't want to just dope you up. So, and it's always good to ask, get referrals from different people saying, you know, I'm looking for a doctor who isn't like medicine happy, who can work with me. And uh, also, and maybe talk to your friends, talk to people in your veteran support groups and just try to get a, a, a feel of what's, what's available in your area or around and, and find a good doctor. Once you find a nice doctor, you explain your situation, you try to listen to what they have to say. If they're really med- pushing medicines down and without talking about how to deal with techniques and counseling, then you probably want to avoid that person because it's just not taking medicine and, and then feeling good. It's, it's a combination of using medicine and a combination of counseling techniques, and it's a balance. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to know that when you are taking medicines and if and you feel different or you feel tired, that you go back to your doctor and say, you know, I'm having these side effects. Uh, can you help me? Because there are all kinds of medicines. So if one medicine doesn't work and has certain side effects, there's something else that might be out there that doesn't offer side effects. That's why it's good to communicate with your doctor on a regular basis so that when you are taking medicine and you don't feel that great, if it's affecting your life, you go back to your doctor, tell them what's going on, and they'll recommend somebody else or lower the dosage. It's, it's why it's important to find someone that you can work with ask questions and, 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 uh, and also most importantly, don't just rely on the medicine to deal with your anxieties, but also focus on counseling techniques, which is where I come in. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Navy Federal Credit Union wants to thank the men and women in the U S military for their important commitment to our country. For more than 90 years, Navy Federal Credit Union has made it their mission to help people in the military community. And I've been a member for 33 of those years. Navy Federal Credit Union is open to all branches of the military, veterans, and their families. Navy Federal's employees are veterans and military spouses, which makes them a part of the community they serve. They get you. They understand their members better than anyone. Members can enjoy 
earnings and savings of $349 per year, regular savings rate four times higher than the industry average, an average credit card APR that's 5% lower than the industry average, award-winning 24-7 stateside member service, over 350 branches worldwide, and a 0.25% discounted rate on VA loans. Show your own support for our troops with hashtag MissionMilitaryThanks. Learn more about how Navy Federal is celebrating the commitment that connects them to their members at NavyFederal.com slash celebrate. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA. Dollar value shown represents the results of the 2021 Navy Federal member give back study. Credit card value claim based on 2021 internal average APR assigned to members compared to advertised industry APR average published on creditcards.com. NFCU reserves the right to change or discontinue promotions and rates at any time without notice. All right, back talking with Stan Popovich, author of A Layman's Guide to Managing Fear. So Stan, let's talk about fear in business. Um, what are some of the things you, you see uh, and what some of the things that you cover in your book about you know, business owners, uh, especially entrepreneurs? Uh, sometimes entrepreneurship can be, can be a very lonely uh, ordeal. Um, you know, solo entrepreneurs running their business all by themselves, trying to get things going before they've even hired employees can be, um, it can be very lonely. And sometimes the only people that can relate to them are other entrepreneurs. So what are some of the things um, your book's covering as far as how to manage fear in business? Okay. The first step is uh, you've got to find something you enjoy doing. Whatever your talent is, whatever your business is involved, you have to enjoy what you're doing. If you don't like what you're doing, if you find yourself being bored and, and, and being excited and happy about doing it, then it's probably not for you. So you have to be motivated in, in terms of knowing what you want to do. And once you have your business, developing a plan. Developing a plan will uh, save you a lot of work and a lot of money. Try and, you don't have to get into big details, but just have some kind of ideas. What, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? How many people do I want to hire? I mean, what are my financial goals? What are my other goals? What am I trying to do? And once you get those objectives, then you try to follow through that plan, taking it one step at a time. Because if you try to do too much, then you can be overwhelming and get stressed out. And if you need help, then you can always hire somebody or get a friend to help you. Because you, you don't want to, because managing a business by yourself or with other people can be stressful. So you have to uh, use common sense and how to manage your stresses. In terms of loneliness, yes, you will have questions, and sometimes it might be feel lonely. You can always talk to other entrepreneurs to uh, maybe who can help you. There's also a lot of business support groups in your area or online who can relate to your situation. It can be a veteran uh, support group. Or it can be a non-veteran support group. There are all kinds of business online groups online that you can talk to and ask questions. And there's always people you can hire in uh, maybe either interns or temps if you don't have a lot of money. But the key thing is managing your stresses and loneliness. When you start seeing that it's affecting you on a personal level, then you might have to admit that you have a problem. And that's when you should probably try to seek more help or talk to your doctor. Because whether whether you whether you're a veteran or whoever, managing a business just alone can be stressful. But there are ways to tackle those issues without getting stressed and depressed. So can we cover, um, can we go into some specifics? Like uh, I know some of the highlights of your book or uh, like uh, seven tips of managing the anxieties of being a business leader or uh, how to manage the fear of making the right business decisions, 11 tips on getting the most out of your business meetings, um, improving morale within your business. What are some of the uh, specific uh, tips and techniques that you can share with us? Okay, a lot of that information is for free on my website, managingfear.com. 
Uh, every person experiences certain problems with their business. So I guess the first thing you probably would have to do is figure out what is what am I having trouble with? Am I having trouble being a leader? Am I having trouble making the right decisions? Uh, am I having trouble managing my time? So you want to narrow down to, as to what specific problems you're facing. Once you decide that, you, uh, that you're having trouble with a certain issue, you want to do some research. You can maybe talk to people and things like that. Like, uh, for instance, dealing with difficult business clients. Uh, when you're in business, you're always going to have somebody who's going to give you a hard time eventually over time. So uh, always get things in writing and uh, try to uh, always uh, improve your reputation and all that. Things that you can do ahead of time because things like that, like dealing with a business client, can be difficult. So uh, preparing yourself and developing a plan, making important business issues, decisions. Uh, what are my objectives? You know, what is it that I'm trying to do? What problems am I encountering? Maybe uh, there's no, I don't have a lot of money and, I, and I'm having trouble getting help. Well, then you try using, uh, try to maybe hire somebody or whatever that maybe isn't that expensive where you can maybe get a friend or a relative to help you out. Uh, being a leader can be stressful. Uh, if you find that you're, you're having trouble being a leader, you can always take a business class on how to deal with leadership skills because there's always going to be something that you're not going to have covered when managing a business, whether it's being a leader or communications or in marketing or the accounting, whatever. The key is either find help that can help you deal with those situations or find somebody who is qualified that can, that can do the stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, what are some indications when, you know, there's a lot of military folks that get out of the military and they jump into business and next thing you know, they're all in with the business and it's starting to create stress and uh, taking its toll on, on the family life at home. Cause I mean, when they're in the, in the military, they were so used to always being all in and then they just replace it with all in with business. Um, what, what are some good indications where, the stress of the business and the entrepreneurship is starting to cause uh, family, you know, family and daily stresses at home. One of the things I noticed is when veterans tra- transition to to the everyday world, some of the techniques and the bring the upbringings they were brought in with the military are a little different than what's happening now. So you have to adjust because some of the te- some of the, the approaches that you are used to in the military might not work when you're dealing with your family or other people who are non-veterans. So it's important to uh, realize that and try to adjust that and your approaches and your techniques and how to deal with those situations. When getting into a business, it's important to know the plan ahead. What is it that I want to do? How many people and all that? Because it's, you can easily get overwhelmed. And that's why it's important to pace yourself. Don't try to do everything all at once. My goal is one of the things I try to do is try to do something every day that's going to help you with your business. Instead of trying doing everything all at once or waiting, procrastinating and trying to wait until the last minute, stay ahead of the game. In terms of dealing with your family members and things like that, yes, that, that happens with everybody, whether you're a veteran or not. That's why it's important to communicate with your loved ones, especially your spouse or your, and your family members, that, about your situation, about your business, so they can understand and they can plan. Communication is very important. Talk to them, ask questions, get their viewpoints, and adjust. Don't just assume that you have all the answers. So communicate with your family members, and also monitor your own mental health too, because in business, 
if your mental if your if your mental health is overwhelming you, that's going going to affect everything. So monitor your mental health. If you feel if you feel you're overly stressed all the time, then you might want to look into that. If you feel like you're depressed or anxious, it's, once you acknowledge that these things are happening to you, instead of waiting or or uh, being afraid to do anything about it, be proactive and do something about it now rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have any? Uh... Do you have any examples of uh, some success stories where uh, either you yourself um, weren't doing very well and then using some of the techniques and, and uh, procedures, you were able to come out of that and turn things around? One of the techniques that I find really helpful is learning from my experience, as I mentioned before, because you can't really anticipate what's going to happen in the future. But when something does happen, uh, try to learn from it. Like, how did I deal with it? Uh, what did I do to manage it? Because if it comes back again, you'll be able to figure out, well, this is what I did the last time, and you don't have to go through the rewarding process. So try to learn from your mistakes. Try to learn from your situations, even if it's good or bad. Learn from it and take it as a learning experience and and, and write everything down because you'll eventually forget if you don't write it down so that when if something comes along, then you'll know what to do. I'll always asking for help, whether it's a counseling or a support group. A lot of veterans may be afraid to ask for help because they're afraid it's a sign of weakness. And that's, that's farther from the truth because everybody asks for help, whether it's their mental health, anxiety, stress, or managing a, managing a business. So don't be afraid to uh, worry about what other people think when asking for help, because the way I look at it is you're educating yourself. You're educating how to manage your business. You're educating how to manage your stress and anxieties. Everybody deals with that. So you're not alone. So don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. You don't have to get into specifics in, in the personal life, but just say, you know, this is becoming stressful. Do you have any recommendations that I can do? Oh, I'm having trouble with this business. Can you, do you have any recommendations? And people, no one will care. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't worry about what other people think because your business, your livelihood, your mental health, that's more important than what other people think in your family. So just focus on that and don't worry about what other people think. You know, um, the veteran community these days is very in tune with the, with the mental health concept, of course. Um, although, you know, there's still a very high veteran suicide rate and there's still a lot of veterans out there struggling. Um, I have to admit that I never, I never viewed, um, you know, entrepreneurship in business as, as a, as a potentially mental health issue or seeking, seeking help and looking for techniques and, and ways of dealing with mental health in business, because I've always approached it from a, from a veteran perspective, meaning it was happened in the military caused by the military. And now you're out, you're still dealing with things and trying to readjust, but um, business itself and entrepreneurship itself can be very stressful. Um, there's probably a lot of people out there that don't realize that there is mental health issues and, and also help for those issues related mostly to business. Look at it this way. Look at your physical health. If you had a heart attack, if you had cancer, how would that affect your business? How would that affect your relationships? How would that affect other parts of your life? Mental health isn't any different. Anxiety, stress, depression affects every part of your life, whether it's business relationships or anything. So your physical health is just as important as your mental health. And they both affect every part of your life, regardless of what it is. In this particular situation, it could be a business it could be relationships. It could be whatever. Okay. So 
you realize trust and anxiety is everywhere. So when managing a business or dealing with a re- relationship, those things can cause stress and anxieties. And that's where you have to deal with those situations. Because if you get manage a business, managing a business causes additional stresses and anxieties. And that's where the mental health aspect comes in, knowing how to deal with those situations that come up. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the ways that the military teaches military members to deal with stress, it starts in the very beginning, basic training, boot camp, drill instructors, drill sergeants in your face. They own you for a month or two in the very beginning, control every aspect of your life, physical fitness, physical pain, (laughs) um, sleep, a little bit of sleep deprivation, um, a very rude awakening for most American youth when you go off to initially to the military and that initial shock and awe that you experience going to the military is, you know, it's very, it's, and it still works even today. It's designed to take you out of that sitting in your mom's basement mentality and and get rid of that and turn you, turn you into, uh, turn you into a soldier, a, a viable military member. And then, Everything that happens after that can usually be a little bit easier. There's phenomenal MOS schools that, you know, uh, Ranger School and SEAL Buds and everything. So many schools that create a lot of stress that a lot of military members have to get through beyond uh, some of the initial basic training. But that's the way the military helps you deal with stress is they're going to put you in extremely stressful situations and you're just going to have to get through it. And when you come out on the other side, normal life starts, starts to seem easier because of what you just went through. See, that, that's a misconception. Part of that is true. But the other part is what happens if you don't get through? Yeah. Because when you're dealing with fear and anxiety and depression and all that, there will be times that will overwhelm you and you won't see any hope in sight. And sometimes you may not be able to get through. And, and the more you push and the more you try, the harder it gets and the, harder, and the stronger the fear and depression comes in. It's uh, some of the aspects that you follow in, in the military dealing with fear and anxiety can it be helpful, but you have to look dealing with fear as dealing like with the enemy. What happens when something doesn't work out? What happens if you do push through like you su- suggestion it doesn't work? What do you do? Just like well, a lot of those veterans come at, come out and they realize well this is a little harder than I thought. Some of my training isn't working. I have PTSD. I apply these techniques I learned in the military and they're just not working. I don't know what to do. So then what, so what happens then? That's where you have to adapt and realize, well, okay, obviously this approach that I've learned for the last 20 years isn't really quite working because I have PTSD, I have anxiety and depression. So what do I do? Well, a lot of people fall apart. What I'm suggesting is there are other ways to deal with those situations. Number one, admit that you have a problem. Number two, talk to your doctor. And, and try to, and don't be afraid to ask for help because they know how to deal with those mental health issues. Okay. You don't, they do. And your goal is to try to learn how to deal with those situations so you can live a normal life. Because if, if, if the techniques you learn in the military aren't working, which happens a lot, then you have to try to find another way to deal with it. And, and you got to find those people who do know how to deal with it. And yes, there will be, doctors who won't be any good and they may be counselors who may not be any good, but the people are out there. And this is where I also, where I come in. I offer a lot of free advice on how to deal with fear and anxiety on my website, managingfear.com. And I, and the key, what makes me different is I offer different techniques for different people because if you're a veteran and, and your doctor or whoever gives you a technique or two and it doesn't work, 
Then what happens? That is what happened to me. I was struggling with fear and anxiety, just like a lot of the veterans. Even though I was in the military, I had fear, anxiety, depression, overwhelming. And I didn't know what to do. And they gave me a few techniques, and, and they didn't work. And I asked the doctor or counselor, well, what do I do now? And they said, well, I don't know. There's nothing else I can do for you. And, and, I, and I didn't, I said, well, that's unacceptable. Yeah. So that's what motivated me to write my book because I wanted to learn as much as I can because each situation is different and what, what one technique may not apply for something else. So that what I try to do in my book, they offer a variety of techniques. Okay. Some people may like them. Some people may not, but it gives you choices. And not only that, um, I put that in a small book where you can use that with your counselor because a lot of the techniques I use came from different counselors. It just took a lot of research and time on my part. So you can always go to your counselor and say, well, this Stan Popovich guy said when you can do this in this situation, and that can save you a lot of time and suffering. But, yeah, the, the military uh, mentality can actually kind of make things worse because pushing through can actually make the fear strong, stronger and make it a lot worse. So yeah. you have to be smart in how to deal with it. And and that's where my website, managingfear.com comes in. You know, that's interesting to connect those dots. It's like a lot of veterans come out of the military and of course they're going to, they're going to try to use what they learned in the military, which is push through, grin and bear it, uh, intestinal fortitude. I can do this. And then they often end up just beating their head against the wall, not going anywhere. And yeah, my question is, okay, it may work. And if it works, that's great. But what happens when it doesn't work? What do you do now? What's your backup plan? That's what you got to look ahead. Even if you, if you're about to transition to the real world or whatever you call it, uh, you have a backup plan. Okay. Well, what happens if it doesn't work? What do I do now? And that's where a lot of people fall in into that, drugs and alcohol and stuff. And and what makes it worse is they're afraid to ask for help because, oh, well, my family will think I'm weak, you mm-hmm. know, or what will other people think? And see, that that's what discourages a lot of people from getting help who do it. And, and, and again, I go back to the fact that you can't worry what other people think. And number two, if you really care what other people think, then just say, look, I'm dealing with stress and anxiety. I'm stressed out. Everybody stresses out. And, you know, I ask, well, sometimes I get stressed out for different things. I ask people for help. No one thinks less of me. Just say, look, I'm feeling stressed. You don't have to go into details. Well, I have PTSD and this. Just say that I'm dealing with stress and I need some help. And most people won't like, won't care. Family people, family members will accept that. There will always be one or two people who will give you a hard time. And what I say is just don't bother with them because they're just going to make your life worse. And not only your life and mental health, but also will affect your business when managing your business. Because if your mental health fails, your business is going to be out the window. And that means no money coming in. And that means you lose everything. So you, you want to uh, stay with people who are supportive with you, whether it's your business or your mental health. You stay away from the people who are giving you a hard time because you can say, well, I'm just going to ignore my anxiety and push through with my business. Well, it doesn't work like that. Because what happens is the anxiety and fear will just become so strong it's going to start overwhelming you where you won't be able to function in your business and your business will fail. So if you don't want to do it for your mental health, do it for your business and your family because that's where your bread and butter is coming in. And, and, uh, and if you're not feeling good about yourself and feeling well, then your business is going to suffer. Absolutely. Wow. Great point, Stan. All right. Uh, tell us about uh, your website and where we can find your book. 
Okay, but my website's managingfear.com. It has all the free information that I talked to on this podcast. And you can also order my book. Uh, uh, if you don't have a lot of money, again, you can read a lot of the free advice on my website. So it can, you can start getting immediate help. And my book's only $9.99, which is a pretty affordable. If you have trouble paying for that, I can, we can work something out. But my website has all that information that we discussed today. Awesome. Well, hey, Stan, um, thanks for your sharing all your perspectives on you know mental health from a user's point of view as opposed to a counselor or a psychiatrist's point of view. Um, you, don't, you don't see that very often. Usually it's coming from the other side. So um, very enlightening. And uh, um, thanks for sharing your, all of your information, uh, managing fear and everything else. Uh, it's been very beneficial. Okay, thank you. You bet. All right, we're out. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.